Hello, it's Julie Story. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. This is a place where I'm keeping it real. I'm telling you behind the scenes of building a business, giving you tips, tricks, giving you practical things you can do with a little side of comedy. Today, I'm telling you about my morning routine, how to develop a morning routine for yourself, habits to really set your day up for success. I'm taking you through some of the habits that I've learned from some of the most successful brands in the country. So sit back, relax, and enjoy after this message from my sponsors. Good morning, podcasters. It's Julie's story. Welcome to my ASMR. Just kidding. I'm not doing ASMR. (laughs) I'm too like, I'm too just energetic to do ASMR. I bet I really could though if I tried. But good morning. I'm saying good morning because I'm doing this podcast in the morning. I'm taking you through some things that have like literally, literally, changed my life and I thought you know what I haven't talked about this particular area in my life and I just want to share the good the bad the ugly I'm going to pull back the curtain on the behind the scenes of morning routines and how to set up one that works for you and while why I think this is important so many reasons and I have to say I know that I did another podcast before about kind of like going through my daily routine but this one I'm going to specifically take you through the morning because I have seen this one this like this one thing makes such an impact on my happiness like it's just it's amazing it sounds so simple but it really has changed everything for me as a wife as a mother as a business owner and it's been extraordinary and I thought you know what I'm gonna give it all to you right here right now I'm gonna tell you what worked what didn't work um what I failed at and take you behind the scenes behind the curtain I say that all the time I feel like if I ever have a merch line I'm sorry let me rephrase that when I have my merch line there's gonna be like a t-shirt or like a sweatshirt that says behind the curtain because apparently I'm the queen of analogies I love using analogies you know that by now But I'm going to take you through these things because I have learned so much and I just want to share the wealth of wisdom with you. So get set down, get your coffee. I have mine here. I went to the grocery store this morning after dropping my kids off from school. That normally is not a part of my morning routine, but for those of you who love coffee and creamer, when the creamer runs out, you change everything. You you do what you need to do to make sure that you can have coffee that day because have you ever tried to make your day happen if you're a coffee drinker without coffee? It's not it's not a pretty thing. So, that's what I did this morning. But I'm going to take you through generally what I do, except for the exceptions, the occasional I need to stop and get creamer. Generally what I do in the mornings and I want to tell you that in building my morning routine, I took a lot of time that I'm going to save you in this podcast because I know you don't have time to do everything that I did in studying this. Um, Listening, learning, reading, figuring out what the most successful like entrepreneurs are doing in their mornings. And not only did I want to know like kind of what their morning routine was, I really wanted to know why they were doing certain things. So, um, One of the things that they do in their morning routines is they wake up early. Now, before you turn the podcast off, I I just, I want to tell you really quickly how terrible learning that was for me personally. When I was studying the most successful brands I could think of, and I heard that a lot of these entrepreneurs are waking up early, I thought, 
my goodness, I will never be doing that because I'm just a night owl. Like that was just my thing. I love staying up at night. Mornings to me always felt like I was being reborn. I don't know if you've experienced this before, but it's like you literally have to get acclimated to the day. It's like when you wake up, your body is like, what are, what are we doing? What is this place? What is life? What is happening? And it feels that way for quite some time. Now, if you're a parent, you don't have the luxury of, you know, likely you don't have the luxury of three hours waking up, you know, stretching. You know, there are mornings that, you know, within an hour of waking up, I am sewing buttons or, you know, this morning I was fixing necklaces and I'm doing hair. I'm, you know, trying to find shoes. So, it, it sounds really luxurious when you hear about some other entrepreneurs and they're like, I wake up early. And then you look at your life and you're like, I have two kids that no matter what time I wake up, they're awake within five minutes of me waking up. So I kind of have to preface this with you got to do what works for you based on the season that you're in. But you can take the wisdom from some of these things and don't just like throw it out yet. Just just listen as I talk through this. So I also, you know, in Proverbs 31 where it talks about, you know, it's just Proverbs 31, boys, like so great. There's this little verse in there. Um, I don't know if you've, you've read it before, but it says something like she wakes up super early and gets stuff done. So when I used to read that, I thought, you know, that I just, I'm a, I'm a Proverbs like 31 and a half woman, you know, like I just, I'm going to go half C's on kind of like the list of things she did. Cause I do most of the things that, that she does. And I'm just really thankful for the opportunities of growth that like God has sent my way. And, um, I'm really thankful for the way that he has lovingly fathered me and corrected me in lots of areas of my life. And so that has produced you know, the character of a Proverbs 31 and a half woman. So when I read this, I thought, um, that's just not a me thing. And then I started uh, researching some of the most successful entrepreneurs, particularly millionaires, billionaires, that kind of thing. And it's really interesting how they all wake up early. And I, I just, I wasn't into that. Just to be honest, I was not into that. I thought, I'll, I'll do some of the other habits that, entrepreneurs do that's fine that's great but this one this is my untouchable okay this is this is sacred me staying up late is sacred me not wanting to get up in the morning is sacred so we're just gonna leave that alone so then I started researching why they actually do this and then I started realizing that this is really important and um I'll tell you why mornings are they're something aren't they they are a time when you can choose to invest into yourself. And one of the things that I learned from Les Brown, motivational, inspirational speaker, he had said that the mornings, your your brain, your wave cycle is operating at a higher um, point than any other part of the day. So your, your subconscious and your conscious is more impressionable in the mornings. And what he was saying was that the mornings you can set the spirit of your day. So when you choose to wake up and you choose to do it on purpose and you choose to fill your mind with amazing positive things in the morning, it really impacts the rest of your day. And what I realized in researching some of the most successful entrepreneurs is that 
you know, to be an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to take risks. You have to do a lot of interesting, hard things. Like you got to deal with so much stuff all the time. It's amazing and it's extraordinary. And at the same time, it's so challenging and it stretches you and matures you and it's it's a lot. And and what I realized was that one of the reasons why they were doing this habit was because they didn't know what was on the other side of their day. They had no idea what they were going to come up against, whether it was fear, anxiety, or, you know, a challenge. And so by by having the morning carved out for themselves and investing into themselves, they were able to kind of set them up for set themselves up for success. And when I heard that, I thought you know, I I could use some of that in my life. Like I have definitely gotten to those days where I used to kind of get up, you know, rush the kids off to school, come home, start working and, you know, work throughout the whole day, barely take a lunch break, you know, go get the kids. And I realized by the end of the day, I hadn't taken any time to check in with myself. I wasn't self-aware. I was just doing a lot of stuff. And it produced in me feeling miserable. Like not, not, okay, that, that's a harsh word. We're going to take that back a little bit. Draw back the drama, Julie. It produced in me feeling not connected to myself. You know, after months and months of that, there were days where it was just like, I don't understand why I'm a hot mess right now. Like I literally have been doing nothing for myself. I haven't been taking care of myself. I haven't checked in. I've barely showered over the last three months and I don't know why I'm upset. That that doesn't work. Like it just doesn't work. We would never tell our friend to like do some of the things in our life that we do. I heard once, um, I believe it was John Maxwell, and he said, I can I can tell you what you like, I can tell you the level of success that you're gonna reach just by looking at the habits that you do every day. And you know, you have all these extraordinary leaders who have already done the work, they've already put in the time, they've already figured this stuff out, and they're all saying, by the way, it's really important that you set up an extraordinary morning routine. Otherwise, some other areas in your life are really going to struggle and be struggle bus. And we don't want one of those areas to be, I don't know, your business. So that when I learned that, I was like, okay, I really have to take this seriously now. So I started waking up early. Now, let me tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you all of it. And I'm not proud of um, the all of it in this story. But I'm going to keep it so real with you because I want to just reiterate how important it is to be willing to fail and then pick yourself back up and get to it. You know what I'm saying? So... I st- when I heard about first heard about these morning routines, I was like a rocket. Like I was like, all right, everything's changing. So I started waking up at like 5.50 every day and I would work out for 45 minutes and then I would take the kids to school and then I would sit down and look at, you know, and kind of do the other things I'm going to tell you. But there was a, a moment that happened in during that time. So I did that up for about four months and I was like, amazing. I felt great. It was great. And then some rain hit me and the rain was so hard that it it knocked me off of even my morning habits like I was going through so much emotionally that I was just like I can't even do this stuff like I I I don't even have the energy to like do this I need to get as much sleep as I can and I I stopped doing my morning routine for a really long time I don't even know how many months it was a few months at least 
And it was really difficult because I had even had moments where my husband and I went to, he had a work thing in Orlando, which is a couple hours from where we live. So it was like a little mini staycation for us. I went, um, stayed at a hotel room with him. I got up real, I got up at 5.50 that morning at the hotel. I went and worked out at the gym at the hotel. Like I kept my routine even in the middle of the different, you know, things that were going on because it was so important to me. And then I went through this emotional season where it was like my little rowboat in the ocean flipped over so fast and I just laid there on my back floating for a long time and and then after you know the months passed and the waves you know went by I decided to pick myself back up and get back to it and and I let I gave myself grace and permission of like girl listen you're going through a lot you know what you got off the routine you know what it's okay this time, come at it a different way. This time, you know, just just keep going. So I just want to encourage you in that and just sharing my story of absolute failing in this area because it's so not fair to hold ourselves to a standard of perfection. It's just not fair. Like, we're going to mess up. We're going to have days that are crappy and we're like, you know what? All I want to do is literally just eat ice cream and watch Netflix all day. We're going to have days where we want to do that kind of stuff and maybe we have moments where... We do eat ice cream. By the way, when you have those moments, um, I highly recommend Halo Top. Again, not sponsored, but their ice cream is really good and it's like really lower in calories. So if you're that person like me that breathes chocolate and gains 25 pounds, this might be an alternative ice cream choice for you. If you really don't care and you're really in a um, place, also I would recommend um, Ben and Jerry's um, oatmeal cookie ice cream amazing amazing sorry we got off on an ice cream tangent but anyway you're gonna have moments where it sucks like I literally wrote down today in my I have this binder that I use and it's got lots of printed like productivity sheets I made myself and one of the things I made myself was a a brand wind sheet and essentially what I do is when I when I've done something big or small, and I'm talking small, okay? If it's something small, even that it's been a success, or like, hey, I'm proud of myself for doing this, I'm writing it down. So today I wrote, I was proud of myself for continuing my morning habits even when some stuff, like when some stuff sucked. And like, that stuff happens. It's going to happen. So I'm celebrating that because you know what? Before when stuff sucked, I got off my morning habits for months. This time when stuff sucked, I got off my morning habits for a few days just because I there was practical stuff I needed to do that I had to do other stuff. And then I got back to it. That is growth. Like celebrate your growth, girl. Even if it's small, even if it's like, I'm gonna get up five minutes earlier and you actually do it. Like, I just wanna give you, like I'm holding my phone right now, but if I wasn't, you'd be hearing clapping. Okay, like that, like celebrate your small successes because like they matter you know so giving yourself grace and patience as you're building you know those habits that work for you and again let me just say honor the season that you're in because if you have kids you have little ones if you're like you can't do this stuff in a newborn season honey like you just can't when you have a newborn you are sleeping that's your habit that you're doing you're sleeping when the baby sleeps like I think sometimes as a woman, like we see there's there's so many amazing babes out there that are like, I just had a baby and then I went and won, you know, an Olympic champion the next day. Like 
that's not everyone and like it's okay and it's okay to say this is a season that I'm in and I'm not going to make excuses for myself but I'm going to recognize and honor where I'm at right now and you know like when the babies are sick when they I call them babies they're not babies like my daughter's 12 like she's going to be an adult in like six years but when the kids are sick you're not going to be and you're like up in the middle of the night and there's puke everywhere like you're not going to be able to do this stuff it's just not like really you're, you need sleep like take care of yourself anyway I always want to give that sidebar in there because we don't hear that. We hear amazing women that are like, this is the stuff that you need to be doing. This is what you should be doing. Like, oh, make it happen. But you don't hear enough of make it happen if you're having a hell of a week. Like, make baths happen. Make face masks happen. Make walking around Target while your husband is hanging out with your kids having, you know, great father kid time and walk around and get yourself a nice bottle of wine and come back home and make Netflix happen. Like, I'm serious. Like, not enough of that is said. And I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I was getting ready to go to counseling yesterday and I was thinking about how, um, gosh, I feel myself getting emotional right now whoa, didn't know that I was going to go here. Um, I feel like in the Christian culture, there's this pressure to always be okay. Because okay equals uh, being the most like connected to God. I, that's not true. I, I don't I don't feel that way, and I'm going to tell you why I don't feel that way in a while, in a minute. But there's this pressure, and I I saw the pressure when I was oh, eight years ago. I was looking for a church, and I would go to church, and everybody had these smiles on their faces, and I was like walking through a divorce with two kids, and they were like, "Everybody shake the hand of somebody next to you," and everybody, and I felt it. I felt the fakeness of it, and not that smiling is bad, like if you're happy girl be happy but I just felt like there wasn't a sincerity it kind of felt like a performance of like we're Christians so we always have to be smiling okay and I always go back to this a moment with Jesus in the garden when he's about to die and he is sweating blood and his soul is exceedingly upset and I go back to that moment because I was like if you can be Jesus and you can be exceedingly upset and your soul is having a moment and that like that's Jesus then we have permission to like not be okay and and it's just like there's so many amazing leaders like in the bible in history these extraordinary leaders that had these moments where it's like I'm just not okay and like and then I bring that into running a business and being a mom and doing all these things and I think wow um, I'm going to get to moments where I'm not okay. What am I going to do about it? How can I build things in my life to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can do to prep for? It? And the morning routine is one of those things that's just been amazing for me. So I started waking up early and early for me is around 6.30. I started waking up early and the first thing I do when I'm laying in bed, and again, everything I'm about to tell you is not just you know, me thinking this is a cool thing to do. Like this is studying. This is, you know, these principles are even from God's word, studying really successful people that are making things happen. But one of the things, first thing they do in the morning is I lay in bed and I, as soon as I wake up, I start thanking God. I immediately, I just start thanking him for the bed that I'm in. Like I, I just, 
I just want to be so full of gratitude. Like we take so much for granted. Like the fact that my sheets are clean and, and I like, I have laundry soap. Like I just, I just want to be so grateful for the small things. And so I just start thanking him and I just really set my attention and intention towards gratitude. The first thing I'm doing when I'm waking up is just gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And now these these habits change based on not the habits change, but the the structure of the day changes based on a couple different variations of my life. Some mornings I have the kids here and I'm taking them to school, and some mornings they're they're not with me, they're with their dad. So I'm doing slight alterations in this depending upon kind of what I'm doing in the morning. But but without a doubt, every day I am thanking God for just gratitude just immediately when I wake up. Um, I think gratitude's so important. And, and when we start our mindset first thing in the morning and we're thinking about the things that we're grateful for, we're setting ourselves and our, and, and our mindset up to look for more of those things during the day. And it's really helped me. I mean, you, you've gone through seasons where you're trying to do something, you're trying to make something happen in your brand, it's just not working and you're just feeling frustrated and you feel defeated or whatever it is. You, you know, you feel like you failed a whole lot. I mean, if you're a business owner, you're failing a lot. It's just something that happens. So that gratitude helps me realize like, you know what? I am here to, I'm here to play. Like God gave us these amazing gifts that we can build businesses and build wealth. Like he gave us the ability to do that. But like we're kids, like we're here to play. We get to partner with God and play. And that gratitude really just sets me up to, to be more, um, aware of the great things in my life rather than the things that are frustrating. So that's what I'm doing first thing after waking up early. And then um, I'm going over and I'm making coffee because coffee is important in life. Uh, I really believe this. This is a conviction that I have. I don't want to impose my conviction on you, but this is something that I've seen partners with me for productivity. I mean, if there's like a number one productivity thing, everybody's like, oh, I want productivity. It's coffee. And um, most of us that drink coffee know this. I'll never forget the first time that my sister drank coffee. She never drinks coffee, but she called me. This is a true story. I'm not making this up and I'm not being dramatic. She actually called me and said, Julie, I went to Starbucks and I had a cup of coffee. I feel so awake and energized. Is this why people drink coffee? And I said, yes, welcome. Welcome to the rest of your life. I don't think that she kept drinking coffee, but she just, she had no idea. And she was um, 30, I think. 30 years old and she was like wow this is extraordinary this is why people do this and I said yes this is why so I, I'm making coffee the other thing that I'm doing is I like to engage all of the senses in the morning so I I have essential oils I set up my diffuser and I you know I changed the blend I'm not I, I I'm not an oil like late that knows things I, I'm one of those people that's like oh my gosh I just got oils let me just add a bunch and just see what happens. I actually did that um, with my water. There was a bunch of the oils I had that you can, you know, you can drink them. So I thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to not look and not do any research and just add some oils to my water. You know, the ones you could eat, but it was fine. And then I drank it and I immediately regretted all of my life choices up until that point. And I thought this was the worst idea ever. I'm not going to do that again. But I add oils to my diffuser. I do the stress, like the de-stress oil. I put that on on me because I just, I really love breathing in, 
relaxation things. Just, I want to help my life in any way that I can just to be like the most chill. So I, I set up the diffuser in, in the morning and then I'm also doing CBD oil. I don't know if you guys have done CBD oil or not. Let me tell you a little bit about CBD oil and my life. I, I was given this bottle and I was like super hesitant about doing CBD oil. I, you know, I just, I didn't know anything about it. So I said, let me just research this oil just to see what does it do. I don't like taking any kind of anything. So I researched it and I found all these incredible things this oil does. And I thought, let me just try taking it. And so I would take it and I wouldn't really notice like a, a different, like I felt a little bit more clear in my mind, but I wasn't noticing a huge difference until one day. One day I had a bunch of stuff going on and my mind was like a hamster wheel. Have you ever gotten in those moments where you're just like chewing and chewing and chewing on something just like over and over and over again. And I couldn't like, I, and I even told myself, I'm not going to think about this thing I'm thinking about until one o'clock in the afternoon. And that didn't work. Like three seconds later, I was thinking about it again. I took CBD oil and it was like the wheel stopped. I got so clear. I got so much done that day. And I was like, oh, this is what this oil actually does. It like, it like chills some of those little, you know, rodents running in your mind. And it just kind of says, we're going to sit down now. We're going to take a nap. And you're going to chill out so I can get focused. And I would, I highly recommend it. And I looked up how much you should take in a day. I, I only take one drop. That's how, I don't know if it's just because I'm small. I don't, maybe it's just like a placebo effect. I don't know. I just take one drop a day and it's like amazing. So I do that in the morning as well. And then if I'm, if I'm taking the kids to school, I'm taking them off to school. And then I come home and I go on a walk with my dog um, I'm going to take you through that routine. I think there's more women that are taking their babes to school in the morning. So when I take the kids to school, we are getting in the car. I'm talking to them on the way to school, you know, just like having great conversation. And as soon as I drop them off, I go on a playlist that I created that is motivational, inspirational, um, just power packed, um, content, really positive content. And I start playing in audio. When the kids are not, when I don't have the kids, I, I do this when I take my dog on a walk. So I'm either doing the walk before they go to school or I'm doing the walk after they go to school. Most of the time it's after they go to school. But um, I put that on. So I'm listening to it in the car. I come home, I get, you know, get the dog leash and then I go on a walk outside and I'm listening to this motivational, inspirational stuff. And I'm just breathing in the fresh air. And I'm, I'm, I've set my attention and intention towards noticing beauty. So I'm looking for the dew on the grass and I'm looking for flowers and I'm looking for birds and I'm looking, I'm listening to the birds sing. I, I just, there's something really magical to me about the mornings. It reminds me of the Pride and Prejudice movie with, with Keira Knightley. That movie and that soundtrack is so beautiful, but there's so many morning like scenes with this beautiful music. And I just like, I, it, it, it feels like that to me. Just being aware. I, th I think there's so many times in my life where I've been so busy that I haven't like appreciated the small things. I think it's really beautiful to see like raindrops on roses. It sounds really silly, but with some of the big things that have gone on in my life, just being thankful for something small like that, that I can see, that I can go on a walk, that I have an amazing dog, like just small things I realize have just 
really helped me in my life. So I'm, I'm doing that on the walk and I'm listening to this positive stuff. And, and then I come home and I like, this is all self care. All of this is like, I'm going to love the heck out of you, girl. Like I'm going to love me so hard, so fiercely because that love matters and it produces life. So I come home I either keep listening to the motivational or inspirational type um, videos and I learn so much in those. I mean, they're talking about habits. They're talking about mindsets. They're talking about money. There's so much in it. It's not just like, hey, girl, you can do this. It's like it's actual educational content. So I'll either listen to that while I'm in the shower or I'll start listening to an audiobook. So I have set up in my routine to be listening to something educational at least for an hour a day so I'll start my hour when I'm in the shower and then um, after that I'm coming to my kitchen table and at my kitchen table I have this black trapper keeper and again it has like a ton of of resources that I have made for myself to help myself be more productive and to help me you know list out my dreams but it's so important So that waking up early, that's a success habit. The gratitude, that's a success habit. The investing into yourself, that's a success habit. And then the next success habit is looking at your dreams and goals daily. So I'm coming to my kitchen table. I'm sitting down with my cup of coffee. I have my dreams and goals written out. Actually, I have it right here in front of me. I'm going to take you through exactly what is in it right now. So you'll hear the pages flipping here because I just, I like to print stuff out. I'm just that person that I really like tangible things. And I don't know if it's because I love writing as well. Like I love just having the pen in my hand. I love it. So the first thing is the books to read. So I've set out my daily reading goal, my monthly reading goal, and my yearly reading goal. And I've written out a list of books that I want to read. And one of the things that I've done in my business is I looked for areas that I felt like I I needed to grow in or that I just didn't have as much knowledge in and so I found I look I spent some time finding books that have that like the the content that I need to learn I want to be listening to books that that is what they're about so I listed out the books that I am reading and then I have a deadline so I put a date at when I was going to be finished with the book so again like I'm just being really intentional about that goal and each of the books have like a little check mark so I made this sheet for myself I believe it's in the lost girls um, society this actually books to read uh, checklist so the next thing that I have is my outcome list so I have my outcome list for the year so this is part of my daily habits I'm looking at this stuff all the time all right, have you ever been that person that wrote wrote down your goals and then you put them like in a drawer somewhere or in a random notebook or just somewhere away from you and you never or you found them like six months later like oh I forgot what my goals are I forgot what I was doing I was that person so hard and like I would make these amazing extraordinary lists and spend so much time planning stuff and then I would lose a list or it was in this notebook and then that notebook got filled up so I you know put that notebook away it just it wasn't working so this thing is out all the time this black binder it's on my desk or it's on my table um I didn't like put a cover on it or anything because I just felt like if I wanted to bring this to basketball practice with my son, I didn't want it to be like, this is my success binder and like have people looking at me. I just, just want to like do my thing without like having to think about anything else. So the next sheet I have is my outcome list. So I, there's four quarters in the year for a business and I wrote down the top three things that I wanted to accomplish and then I wrote out the dates. So I'm looking at that every day. And then the next thing that I have is 
my clearly defined dreams. So I have what is it that I want, I have specific goals towards achieving my dreams, and I have that very planned out. Now, not every single dream is planned out because some of them are really big and I don't know how I'm gonna get there yet, but the ones that are, are the smaller dreams, I know I know some steps that I can take towards reaching them. And so I went ahead and wrote those out. So every day I'm looking at them, I'm praying over them, I'm giving my dreams attention because they matter to me. And I understand that God gave me these dreams because it's what's possible for my life. And if I want to if I want to co-labor with God to see these things happen, I've got to get serious about them. And I heard yesterday bill johnson he did a whole teaching about um your your mental health and your emotions and it was really amazing because he said in there you are responsible for like making you're responsible for success like in your life like you're responsible for for co-laboring like and i think sometimes christians just feel like you know god's in control you know god's gonna make these things happen but if you want the boat to move, you got to put up the sail. Like, and that's like, you have to do that. And you can pray all day long for an angel to come and pull the ropes for the sail to come up. And sometimes God will do that for you because he's gracious, but he gave you two hands and a brain. Like you got to actually do something so he can blow the wind so he can move you. And so this is, this is part of me saying, God, I'm going to steward the dreams that you have inside of me. I'm going to write it. I'm going to make it plain like you said in Habakkuk and I'm going to I'm going to do that. And and I don't know how all of it's going to happen, but I'm at least going to do my part. So this is part of my part. Again, this is stuff that some that society has got some of this stuff down and a lot of us don't. Like people that are making things happen are doing this stuff. This is not just well, this sounds like a nice thing to do. No, no, no. There's actual statistics and there's psychology behind it and biology. I'm not going to get into that today, but there's actual reasons why. Like your brain is actually programmed, set up, your subconscious and your conscious is set up to to work together with the world around you to start seeing opportunities that you didn't see before because you're looking at your dreams. So I have pictures that I found online that kind of associate with my dreams. So I have a picture, I have the dream written out, and then I have the specific goals um, towards it. I also took it a step further and I wrote down my personal motivation for these dreams. So my dream is to help women like reconnect to themselves and I created this course and I'm about to launch in a couple weeks and I wrote down my motivation is that there are women that are feeling lost and discouraged that are praying for answers and like the the stuff that God has shown me and the stuff that I've learned in my own life will radically change the lives of these women and her family and her kids and like there are women that need what what I have and so I'm reminding myself that it's important that even if I fail and I have failed even if I try something that doesn't work and I've done that that I keep going because on the other side of me figuring this out there are women that need what I have so I'm reminding myself of that. So I have specific goals. Um, One of them is I would love to go to Paris with my kids. There's a hotel that I found that I really want to go to. So I I 
found a picture of the hotel and I cut out pictures of my kids and I have that in this book. So I'm looking at this every day and I'm imagining myself there and I'm getting excited about going. And sometimes these dreams that I have written down are so big that I, and I, I was thinking about the other day, I'm like, these are so, I have no idea. I have no idea how I'm going to get there, but I can see it in my mind. I have a picture in my mind. And so I got the picture on the outside of me and I'm just saying, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to keep moving towards it. So the next thing that I have in here is, so I have my personal goals and then I have my business goals. So I have, you know, some, some strategies written down, some things that I, I want to accomplish. I have some areas that I want to grow in, some areas that I want to become a master in. So I wrote those down. And then the next thing that I have in this book is, um, oh, a sheet that helps me plan every day. So I'm looking at my goals and dreams. I'm praying over them. I'm looking at my personal goals and dreams. I'm looking at my business goals and dreams every single day. That is not an exaggeration. I have been sitting here on Saturdays and Sundays flipping through this book every single day. And I can tell you, there are some days where it feels like this is ridiculous. It feels like, uh, how in the world am I gonna accomplish these things? There are some days where it feels that way, but my feelings don't get to decide what my life is gonna be. I get to decide what my life is gonna be. So I don't let my feelings make my decisions. I make my decisions and my decisions impact the way that I feel. So just doing this one thing of looking at my dreams and goals every day has helped me feel encouraged, inspired, motivated when I've wanted to say, I don't know how many, I failed today. I don't know. And by fail, I don't need morally failing. I mean, just trying something and it didn't work in the business. Like that's going to happen. And that does happen. So the next thing I'm doing every morning is I'm planning out my hour by hour schedule. So I wrote down, I call them the big daily three. And again, This is stuff that I went and researched and figured out so you don't have to. This is what the experts are saying that will help you be more productive. I heard, I think Brian Tracy, there was a quote that said, if you plan out, if you, if you plan out your day, you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to execute your plan 10 minutes faster than if you had not planned out what it is that you want to do. So like if you wanted to accomplish a task and you didn't plan it out, you're gonna, it's gonna take you 10 minutes longer. But if you plan out the task, you're gonna get it done 10 minutes faster. If you have three things that you were doing that day, that's 30 minutes. Like, what could you do with an extra 30 minutes? What could you accomplish in your day with an extra 30 minutes just because you took a few minutes to plan? So I plan out my top three most important priorities for the day, I write them down, and then I plan out my hour by hour schedule in tasks. Now, if you are not a planner, if you are a type B, I'm a type A, if you don't know that by now, with the worksheets that I just told you about and all the worksheets that I actually created for myself. That's a very type A thing to do. If you're not that person and this just not come natural to you, what I would say is try one thing at a time. Like don't try and eat the whole elephant right now. Like do one small change. Like plan one thing in your day. Like make adjustments in your life and in your schedule towards what it is that you actually want to do. There are some women that are able to get all this stuff done and they don't do this stuff. There are some people, some very successful people that don't do any of this stuff. But it's definitely more the rare. It's 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 definitely the more the exception than the rule, as far as the research that I've done and the entrepreneurs that I have studied and and what the best of the best are saying to do. 
it is definitely the exception. It is not the rule. Most entrepreneurs are doing that are successful are doing these things. What these things have produced in my life is so much structure that has really helped me when good days hit, when bad days hit, when there's stuff going on, when when all these when all the other elements of life going on like having this routine in place has helped me feel so much more just happy and energized and excited about my day versus feeling like I'm just responding to fires all day long when I have this in place and when I'm actually structuring out my time. It doesn't feel like I'm just responding to everybody else's needs. What it feels like is I'm leading my day and that makes me lead my life. And one thing that I realized in my own brand is like I grew really fast at the beginning of my brand. And so I was I was in response mode a lot to my clients' needs or the needs of the, the people around me. Or, you know, even like I would get distracted so much by the internet and it just wasn't helping me build the life that I wanted. So these things have helped me so much. And they've they've also just added to just my joy. They've added to um, just being more appreciative of what's going on. It's helped me be way more mindful of just my life and everything. So when you're setting up your morning routine, here's some things you can you know put in place, some of the things that I've told you. What I would definitely say is Again, be flexible and do what works for you and give yourself a lot of grace. If you try and wake up early because you think that sounds great for your life and it doesn't happen the first few days, okay, what, what, you know, what can you change? One of the things I had to do in getting up early was I had to realize that what didn't work for me was being a night owl and an early bird because I would want to stay up till 12 o'clock at night and then I try and get up at 5.55 and that doesn't work. So I actually had to start going to bed at 10, which worked out better for our life anyway because Andre has to get up so early for his to go work. And so it, it was actually something that was going to be a benefit for all of us you know, when I started doing that and it worked out really well. So what I found too is I actually, um, I really try and continue this routine on the weekends. Like on the weekends, I will get up early and I will take the dog for a walk and I'll still keep doing my morning routine. And then I come home and, you know, hang out with the kids and do breakfast and all that kind of stuff. So that's something that I found really works for me. But again, like do research, study, find what works for you, make adjustments where you need to, you know, at the end of the day, if you're feeling excited, refreshed, alive, energized about your life and about the work that you're doing and about your family and you're happy, you've won. Like you've already won. But if you need to make some adjustments because you're not feeling that way, you know, put in the time and and really thought, be thoughtful about it because it really does make an impact on your day. So I hope you got something out of this. I'm so glad to be able to share just my journey with you, the things that have worked, the things that didn't work. And I hope to hear more about you and what it is that works for you. If you have any things that are like that I didn't say that you're like, this is awesome. She needs to implement this. Go ahead and tweet me at Julie underscore story. I would love to hear about your morning routine. And until next time, make it happen, girl. You can do this. Love you, do you, and I can't wait to hear about all your success in this coming year. So I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, bye.